Welcome to AM Best Audio. I'm John Weber for AM Best TV and we're in Scottsdale, Arizona for the 2023 Verisk Insurance Conference. Climate variability, climate change, and extreme weather events are one of the biggest topics at this conference. I'm speaking today to Cindy Bruyer, Deputy Director for CPAS, Peter Sassunas, Director Climate Change and Research for Verisk, and Kenneth Kunkel, Atmospheric Scientist Professor at North Carolina State University. And Peter, we're going to start with you today. Cindy and Ken are part of a four-member council. It's called the Verisk Climate Advisory Council. Can you tell us a little bit about that council? Sure, John. Thanks for that question. Uh, One of the original intents, there's several, but I'll get to those in a a moment. Uh, But one of the original intents is there's an awful lot of information out in the scientific literature regarding how climate change is impacting extreme weather events. Uh, The utility of the council is each has expertise in their own particular area, and it's very helpful for them as the experts to sift through and synthesize all that that volume of research information and synthesize it in telling us what what the bottom line is in terms of how climate change is impacting things like Tropical cyclones for Cindy, heavy precipitation for Ken, and we have we have other members that have expertise in other areas as well. But that's one of the primary purposes. Ken, what are some of the latest findings? A large body of research has um, been done, and which shows that we've we're seeing some um, a very robust trends in extreme rainfall, upward trends overall. That includes the U.S. It includes the globe as a whole. Not everywhere, but more areas than not have been have been seeing upward trends. Uh, in the U.S., um, the eastern part of the U.S. in particular has seen very strong upward trends over about the last 20 to 30 years. Uh, the western U.S., which is we all know has been experiencing drought, has not really been seeing much of a change there. So we kind of have an east-west divide between uh, in terms of what's been happening historically. Now, as we look forward into the future, um, we have a a high confidence that should uh, greenhouse gas concentrations continue to increase, that one result will be continuing increases in extreme rainfall. Cindy, what are some of the latest trends when it comes to tropical storms? Tropical storms have been very interesting. We have seen predictions globally that the number of tropical storms are going to decrease um, in the future. And we've seen that in some of the basins. The Atlantic basins is different. So in the Atlantic basin, we have seen increases in the number of storms. We've also seen increases in the major storms that make landfall. So the real uh, intense ones. Um, The other uh, part of that is that these storms live longer, they're bigger, they slow and they rain more. Um, you remember um, Hurricane Ian that happened um, recently that has rained so much. This is something that we're starting to see more and more out of these storms, sort of associated to what Ken said, all storms and definitely tropical storms as well as, as raining more than in the past. So Ken, with what we know, what should society be doing and, and how should the insurance industry be reacting? Well, um, John, Our infrastructure that we've built is based on historical weather data. When when we build something, let's say a road, build a culvert underneath the road, how big should that culvert be? Well, that's based on 
uh, ex historical values of extreme rainfall. Those are, in many areas of the country, out of date. We've seen this upward trend. This upward trend that we've seen is not incorporated into current sort of official uh, design values. So there's really two things. We need to update those, not only for what's been happening recently, but as we look forward into the future, um, the, it's likely to continue to increase and we need to plan for uh, those future increases. So society should be ready to, you know, to support um, this future increase, which may mean some additional costs in building infrastructure. And I guess from the insurance uh, industry perspective, um, I think one should expect, since we have a lot of infrastructure that was built with historical standards that are really out of date now, that damages from flooding are likely to keep going up as they have been. And I, I can add to that as well with the tropical storms. Um, the same is true for tropical storms, specifically because this is impacting our coastal areas. And that's the areas that we've seen the, the expansion of properties and high value properties. So the chances of um, damages to these properties is definitely increasing and there's more people that's in harm's way. Peter, are there other aspects of the council that people should know about? Uh, well, I will say within the, the, the synthesis of the information, also making us aware of some of the latest information, uh, the council is actually involved in some of the most cutting edge research. And of course they have access to their own results as well as those from other researchers before, maybe several months before, if not up to a year before we can access it. So they are definitely our, our quickest window into looking at those results. Um, and within those results, I will say, helping us make sense of what we've been seeing in the recent past, as well as what to expect in the future are important aspects. And the reason they're important is because the very goal of catastrophe modeling is to accurately reflect the risk in today's climate, almost regardless of whether that uh, risk is being influenced by climate change and to what extent. But climate change is having an extent, uh, is, is having an impact in some perils more noticeably than in others. And that's where we're getting information from the council on the relative impacts of climate change on those perils. We incorporate that information so that when we release a climate or a catastrophe model to our clients, it is accurately reflecting the current risk and it's accounting for climate change. Uh, one more thing I can add is that our clients are also interested in the impacts of climate change on extreme weather in the future, so even beyond 2030 to 2050, and in some cases by the end of the century for various reasons. Uh, one is because they make ins uh, insurance companies make investments. Uh, some have loyalty to their customers to basically feel a responsibility to insure that client for the life of a mortgage, for example. So they do have interest in what climate change will do in the next 30 to 50 years. And we are building tools to help clients better understand that risk on those longer time horizons with the help of our council. You presented here at the conference. Tell us a little bit about that presentation. Sure. Well, um, I, I wanted the audience to really get uh, some of the information that we've been having access to over the last year or so. So there were some basic questions from our standpoint, but they're very important. And I tried to 
tailor them so that the audience could really see how we are using the council. So there was a question about historical trends and what we've been seeing in the recent past. Uh, the insurance industry does have a concern that um, because catastrophe models tend to be very data-centric, that some uh, catastrophe model vendors aren't necessarily accurately accounting for those changes. So I wanted to give a sense for uh, how we're seeing those historical changes. Also, a look into the future. Uh, we did talk a little bit about variability. The El Nino Southern Oscillation is one big signal that can provide that variability. So understanding the extent to which that impacts activity currently and how that's expected to change in the future. And then also a little bit about how general circulation models, which currently are our best tool for looking at how climate change will impact future extreme weather, could possibly be improved. Thanks, Peter. Cindy Bruet. Peter Sassoonis and Kenneth Kunkel, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. It was our pleasure. Thank you, John. Thank you. And from the 2023 Verisk Insurance Conference, I'm John Weber for AM Best TV. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.